Welcome back to another episode of Thread Talk. Ooh. I'm your host, Denver. And I'm Teresa. And today, we're going to get into some juicy Reddit stories. And the theme for this episode is... Toxic relationships. Yeah. <laughs> We've been leading off the last couple episodes. We did engagements, and then we did weddings, and then we did in-laws. And now we're going to get into some toxic relationship, some red flags be waving high for these stories. And it's time to find out if you need to get out or if this is something that you're going to have to put up with for the rest of your life and the rest of your relationship. Well, I don't know about you, but I also have like family toxic relationships too. Mine aren't just like um boyfriend girlfriend husband wife relationships mine oh. are also some some family i think i have a friend one in here okay so, so we got all kinds of toxic relationships toxic relationship comes in all forms yeah. maybe it's a spouse maybe it's the in-laws maybe it's a sibling a cousin a parent a child Ooh. toxic relationships come from everywhere and it's about who you want in your life and having the right people and knowing when to say enough is enough and when to not put up with people's toxic traits yeah yeah exactly. exactly so we'll be giving our two cents on these relationships absolutely we do have jack here as our co-host our co-host co-host helping with us so if you guys like jack in the video just smash that like button helps us out and once again thank you all you guys for yes. following us on instagram we saw a huge jump in our instagram followers we're almost at three thousand followers and it started climbing up over the last two days and that's all thanks to you guys for listening uh reviewing and dropping your comments so if you guys want to pull in on some of these if whether they're the asshole or not uh, we do have polls live on all the instagram videos now we figured that out so you can drop down a poll and what your comments are if you think they're the asshole or not you can also find us on tiktok and youtube and of course your favorite uh podcast place whether that's apple Podcasts or spotify podcast so make sure you follow us on everywhere and once again we appreciate you guys for all the support and now let's get into the episode all right i'm gonna start us off gonna start us off with a nice cat themed one Aww. because we have jack here i always love finding these stories that have uh, cats in them all right am i the asshole for calling out my girlfriend over her cat obsession no How i mean yes <laughs> <laughs> i'm not kidding my 36 male girlfriend 35 female is obsessed with her cat 10 male Dating for three years, but living together for two. Since the pandemic, I've been home a lot more and I've realized just how cat crazy my girlfriend really is. They do absolutely everything together. She doesn't need an alarm because he wakes her up at 7.30 every day by sitting on her chest and gently nudging her face with his nose. He eats his breakfast while she eats hers. If we're watching TV, he's in her lap. If she's working at her desk, he's in her chair or with her chilling nearby. If he acts even a little weird, like hiding in the closet, which is, I guess, he normally doesn't do, she's on the phone to the vet. She even takes him for walks with a little harness that I used to think was kind of cute until I realized it just meant her obsession would not just be limited to inside the house. Don't get me wrong. I do like the cat. He's a chill cat. Doesn't mess stuff up around the house. Very friendly and clean. But sometimes I would like to have my girlfriend to myself. I've tried closing the bedroom door at night, but the little Houdini got in somehow and I woke up to him smiling at me smugly from atop my girlfriend's tits. <laughs> Anytime I mention toning it down with the cat, she gets all hurt and makes excuses like how she's had him since he was a kitten and they've been together through a lot. 
She's even gone as far as to say he was her lifeline during a period of major depression in her late 20s. Every time I back down and say, okay, I get it. He's family. The final straw came when we were talking about relocating together to another country. She wants to limit our search to countries that don't make pets fly under the plane, ruling out a ton of good countries. I finally stood up to her, told her pets fly under planes all the time and it's perfectly safe, told her she was limiting her options for her anxiety, not the cat's safety. He wouldn't be any safer purring at her feet while she pet him the entire flight. She tried to argue that he's a senior pet, but I didn't back down. What the fuck? He's only 10. I showed her tons of airline literature about safe pet flying programs and whatnot. She tried to argue that physical safety is not the same as psychological safety and that she thinks it'll be too traumatizing if the cat goes under the plane. Here's where I might be the asshole. I gave her a list of my top countries, all of which would require the cat to go under the plane. I told her that I wanted a future with her, but that I thought she needed to get serious help for her obsession with her cat, and to let me know if she ever decided to get help, we could move forward with our lives. The ball's in her court. I've been staying with a buddy, but it's been about a week and she hasn't called, so I'm starting to wonder if I should have helped her find a therapist before I left. Am I the asshole? I hope this is an obvious one for everybody. No, yeah. I don't think he's the asshole. <gasps> what? <laughs> I'm joking. Oh my of god! Of course, this guy is the asshole. What? What is the harm? I actually don't see the problem. That's, that's not a cat obsession. That's just loving your pet. That is just loving your pet. It sounds like this guy hasn't had a pet that he loved himself, and it, like this he is normal. Understand. He doesn't understand. He doesn't get it. This is completely normal. Just to be clear here, who was the toxic one? Why is this? He's toxic. He's toxic for thinking that this girlfriend is obsessed with her cat. The cat's 10. That's old. It's very reasonable for him to not want the cat to fly under the plane. Yeah. But he's just toxic for the whole first half of the story, talking about her obsession. He's like jealous. Like he tried to lock the cat out of the bedroom. Yeah. Like that's just mean, bro. This cats are awesome. Like I want to cuddle with you and everything. Like cats, fine. But like. Don't get super jealous and protective of your girlfriend, like from the cat. Like, right? That's just weird. Never Ooh. make a partner choose between the pet they've had before you came along and them, yeah. because you're going to lose every single lose. time. Yep. Yeah. So there was. Uh, I mean, we can go into the top comment on this one. Uh, top comment. Where is it? Uh, She is not obsessed with her cat. That's called having a pet. Have you ever had a pet before? (laughs) You the asshole and you sound insecure and jealous of your girlfriend's cat. Yeah, no, 100%. I was like, I really hope I'm not in the minority here. (laughs) I was like, this just sounds like, yes, I would do the same thing. Yes, I would do the same thing. I was like, check, 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 check. Like, I feel the exact same way about my cats. Like, these are my babies. I would do anything for them. So there's a, there's an edit. It's it's kind of funny. It's like, <laughs> I get it. I'm the asshole. Does he get I'm it I'm the hugest fucking asshole you have ever seen and possibly some kind of deviant who compares dicks with a cat. 10 is a senior cat. It's not perfectly safe for pets to fly under planes and my girl is not crazy for loving her cat. I called her this morning and apologized. She said she needs time to think. At a kind person's suggestions, I've sent her a link to my public shaming and I'm now going to hide under the bed in hopes she notices my strange behavior and still cares enough to call the vet on me. Oh my God. Uh, At least he recognizes it because 
Yeah, no, honestly, like if if he didn't get it, I would have went so far as to say break up with him. <laughs> Final update. Jesus, fuck you guys. She dumped me, okay? Are you happy now? <laughs> Stop. Oh my god. Well deserved. There's no coming back from that. You've shown your true colors. You're yeah. a piece of shit. You can't even have a compassion for a cat that she's had longer than you. Like you've been around three years. The cat has been around ten triple outweighs you like you are insignificant to her compared to the cat like come on i don't know like yeah it would have been tough for me to like stay in a relationship with him because after like finding out how much like resentment he has towards yeah, this cat like you don't know what he would do you exactly. don't know what he would do to the cat like this i wouldn't is like feel... where you come home and the cat's missing yeah exactly like he, he thought it was time to get rid of the cat yeah i don't no. know he, he sounds really jealous and i, I definitely see the toxic part he's toxic he yes. is very toxic <laughs> <laughs> thank you for coming to reddit so we could shred you <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't know my advice to him is to uh Maybe date someone without a pet in the maybe future. get your own or pet and get see how own. it feels like. Jeez. Or maybe or don't da- get your own. I don't yeah, know. Maybe he shouldn't. Just date maybe. somebody without a pet, man. <laughs> Stay single. Yeah. <laughs> you don't like cats? You don't deserve another partner. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny because I didn't oh. like cats at the beginning oh my of our God. relationship. Yeah, I forgot. <laughs> oh, I forgot for a bit. Yeah, Teresa, at the beginning, six years ago, not only you didn't like cats, I you were like scared them. of them. No, you well, did you hate yeah, them or you were scared of them? Both. I thought it was more of you were scared of I them. I was scared. Yeah, I don't think it was really hate. It was more scared because hate is hard to come around from. You were just scared of them. Like you yeah, were scared being around them. I remember we used to go to Heather and Rell's, my aunt and uncle, and there was the one cat there and you'd be like, so scared. You like couldn't go yeah. touch it. I'm just looking, you just watch person pets. You're an old senior cat. Yeah. She's one of person pets. And then it was um, three years into relationship, I think. Yeah, it would have been. It was right before the pandemic three. started. Mm-hmm. It was like, it was right before. Like we weren't at lockdown yet. We were still going to work. We literally. So it would have been like two and a half. Yeah, we got Luna right before the COVID lockdown yeah, happened. February. Right after we moved in with cat. Mm-hmm. We were like, we're going to get, we're going to get a cat. And uh, we went around and saw a couple cats. And right. uh, I'm just going to clarify. We moved in with cat who is. Oh yeah, Denver's my sister's sister. Name. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we call my sister Cat. Uh, her real name was uh, Caitlin. Changed it to Catherine, but it's always been Cat to me. Cat with a K. Yes. So we lived with Cat and her at that time boyfriend, now husband Dennis, um, in that the Revenge house. But we went looking for cats, and Sharissa yeah. was so scared of like the kittens and stuff like that. But then I was like, okay, we can't get a cat because Teresa's scared of cats. We need to get a kitten. When you get a kitten, and I'm all for adopting cats and everything like that, and if you have the capabilities to do that adopt for sure we did actually go to a a shelter and try to look at them but the cats were just a little bit too big and Teresa was still kind of scared of them so then we went and we found a litter of kittens and we went and Teresa wasn't scared of the kittens because they're really small they weren't like aggressive they're just so cute looking at a little kitten and it really warmed her up to the idea of getting a cat and uh, I let her pick the cat and she's like, I want one with the folded ears. So we found a Scottish folds for a, like a steal of a price because Luna has weird colors. It was like she was the rent of the litter. She was like on sale. She was like 25% <laughs> the cost of a normal Scottish no, fold. She, yeah. Oh, yeah. She we was 25%. Got her for five, 500 yeah. bucks. Normal. Yeah, yeah. They were going for like two 2000, grand yeah. at the time. Yeah. And um, I, I still remember, I, I, feel, I feel like we almost rescued her from where she was, but she came down the first time. And 
she was so shy. Like yeah. she was hiding. She wasn't the normal kitten of being curious. She just wanted to hide, hide, hide any like little corner and nook she could find. And I instantly knew I'm like, this cat is going to be very reserved. It's not the outgoing and bubbly cat that's always cuddling with you and stuff like that. I knew it was going to be one of those cats that sticks to itself. But Teresa was very scared of cats. So I'm like, hey, listen, if this is the cat that you want. You feel a connection with her. Okay, let's get her. And it ended up being that way. Luna is now sitting on a hammock on the window <laughs> away from us. And we have Jack here who always loves to cuddle with us. But it was exactly what I thought Luna was going to be. It was more of like little princess queen by herself. Only wants pets when she wants it. But majority of the time she stays by herself. But yeah. it warmed Teresa up. And then we got Jack. And now we have the perfect little cute two combos with our kitties here. Our little family. Yeah, little family. <laughs> <laughs> yes, right. and now i love cats now Teresa loves cats all right we ready to uh move along to the next yeah. one all Sorry, right we steered away it's okay we're getting <laughs> but, back on track here yeah your turn okay this one comes from r slash relationship advice title is my boyfriend of four years 27 male ghosted me 27 female after i was in a car accident my boyfriend, 27 male of four years and I, 27 female, got into a bit of a silly argument the other day and went to bed not talking. We currently don't live together. The next morning, I woke up to a long apology text from him. I texted him back, accepting his apology and apologizing as well. Minutes later, I was involved in a car accident as a passenger in a vehicle. I was lucky enough to be able to walk away from the scene, but it was a very, very close call. Extremely traumatic for me. I went to the hospital shortly after with my mom. I called my boyfriend before arriving to the hospital to let him know what was happening. He couldn't believe what I was telling him and expressed how grateful he was that I was still alive. Hours later, as I'm arriving back home from the hospital, he called me to check in. I missed his first call but answered on the second one two minutes later. We were on the phone together for less than three minutes. As I was explaining him the situation, I was stuttering. I was trying to get out. The guy at the hospital said, referring to the doctor or the nurse that saw me at the hospital, my boyfriend swears he heard me say the Hawkeye at the hospital. He wouldn't listen to me. He began talking over me, saying things like, what Hawkeye at the hospital? You messed up. You're tripping on your words. You might not have meant to, but you definitely said the Hawkeye at the hospital. I got fed up that I couldn't get a word in and loudly said, I'm going to hang up over him speaking, then hung up on him. Seconds later, he texts me, how are you going to say the Hawkeye at the hospital and then hang up on me? Laughing emoji. Whatever. Feel better. Peace sign emoji. I'm not going to quote the whole exchange. It was continued with me calling him fucked for treating me like this after the day that I had. I told him that I was mentally and physically in so much pain and that there was not a Hawkeye at the hospital and I didn't say that. He said I was gaslighting him, that lately I've been acting abusive and rude to him. He said, have a good day, feel better, I'm not dealing with this shit. It's now been five days and we haven't talked. He hasn't checked in on me at all. I'm pretty confident he hasn't asked any of my family or friends how I'm doing either. To be very clear, there was no Hawkeye at the hospital. Do I contact him first or continue to wait for him to contact me? Wow. Do this... This is toxic. Like she, she literally was in a car accident at the hospital, fumbled with her words a little bit, and all you heard in your little brain is "hot guy" and stuff like yeah. that. Like, get over yourself, man. Like, literally, what? That's so toxic. Even if she did say "hot guy" at the hospital, like, 
I don't know. I, I just feel like if I said that, you wouldn't have blew up. No, I wouldn't have. Like, I don't know. I just. I would have been like, how hot? <laughs> like Ryan Reynolds hot? <laughs> how hot are we talking here? But- Zac Efron hot? <laughs> <laughs> so I would break up with him. First, I wouldn't contact him. If he, does, if he doesn't care about you enough to check in on you after a car accident after five days because you said hot guy and then you try to explain to him that he, you didn't say hot guy. It'd be one thing if she said hot guy and she actually said it and she's like, oh, I'm sorry I said that. And like, that's what he heard. That's another thing. Yeah. But she's telling you that she didn't say that and you you just won't believe her. He doesn't believe you. He doesn't trust you. So yeah. yeah. And he won't even contact you. Don't contact him. Just ghost no. him. Block him off everything and just... Let that die in the dust. Let it fade away because no, it's exactly. time to move on. It's time to move on from that. That's no some, matter. Sorry, go ahead. I was going to say that's some toxic traits that are going to multiply yeah. in the future. Exactly. No matter the the argument, no matter like what has occurred, I don't think there should be any point where you are ignoring your partner. For sure. At all. Like, yeah. okay, I know we get into like some little couples, but yeah, like. we get into little tiffs and like maybe I don't want to talk. And sometimes you don't want to talk. But for like 20 minutes. Yeah. I mean, the, the longest have been like a couple hours and stuff like that if we have to go to work and stuff. But but generally like there's, you, you always got to We're not talk going and, days. No, we're not going no. days. Like we never go a single day. We can't go to bed. Teresa and I, we basically have a rule of like if something happened during that day and we get in a fight, like we're not allowed to go to sleep and go to bed mad at each other. I don't think we've ever gone no. to sleep mad at each other. We always have to fix the problem before we go to bed and if if you if you can't fix i mean if we can't fix the problem before we go to bed like i think we think we're gonna have greater issues farther down the line yeah because eventually we have to talk about it it's not just something that we can like throw into the rug it's not like and it's gone both ways where it's like i've been ready to go to sleep and Teresa has been ready to go to sleep and the other side has been like no you can't go to sleep we need to talk about this either i'm sorry Here's why I think that you need to be sorry. Maybe we yell at each other again. Maybe we start crying, but we figure it out. <laughs> it comes, it gets resolved before we have to go to bed. Yeah. yeah. And I don't know. I just feel like not talking, like ghosting. How long have they been together? I forget. Yeah, I don't know. How long was that one? Four years. It was four years. Four years. Yeah. How could you be with somebody for four years and then you just, I'm not going to talk to you for five days? That's insane. Like, see, no, how, like, how long is that going to last? Is it five, six, seven. Next thing you know, it's 15. If you go, you go 15 days without talking, well, just consider the relationship dead. You're, what relationship anymore? Yeah. Like, that, you're just telling me that you're leaving my life. How do I know it's going to be 15 or 500 days? Like, time to go. Yeah, no, I would break up with him. I would break up with him. Like this that's is being very immature. So immature. Yeah, and that's going to be with things in the future. Like you miss say something again in the future, and like, oh, you're lying to me. You're lying to me. Like, no, you misheard me. Yeah. Why don't you believe me? Yeah. How many other times or things is he going to think that you, you like you said wrong, but he just didn't hear you? Yeah, and like she just got in an accident. Maybe she has something wrong like maybe she hit her head you know she could have a a concussion or something where she's stuttering like she was she said she was stuttering so just in a car accident (sighs) i don't understand okay some people are unbelievable top comment i mean do you really want to be with someone who treats you this way he's completely ghosted you after a traumatic event would you ever done that to him no he doesn't treat you the way he should be and you deserve better Honestly, if it were me, I'd be blocking him and moving on. F that guy. 
Yeah. yeah period. Fuck, fuck That's that it. guy. What do you guys think? Let us know in the comments. <laughs> All right. Let's move on. Let's move on. My story. Am I the asshole for finding out my boyfriend met his ex-girlfriend through his dash cam? I, 25 female, recently found myself in a perplexing situation that I stumbled upon unexpectedly while checking my boyfriend's dash cam footage. The intention was to get some good video footage from a trip that we just came back on, so I didn't want to snoop into his privacy or every, anything, I was just looking to make a video. To my shock, I found footage of him meeting up with his ex-girlfriend in secret. Oh the discovery left me mixed of emotions, hurt, betrayed, and uncertain about how to address the situation. When I confronted him about it, his reaction was far from what I anticipated. He became extremely angry, accusing me of invalidating his privacy and checking the dash cam without his consent. I tried to explain that my intention was merely to review our road trip footage to include in a video and that I didn't expect any footage on the dash cam to be considered a breach of privacy, especially on a trip that we took together. However, he remained adamant about feeling violated and insisted that relationships should be built on trust, not snooping. While I understand the importance of trust and respecting one another's privacy in a relationship, discovering a secret meetup with his ex raises serious concerns. Now I find myself torn between the desire for transparency and the need to respect boundaries. Mm -hmm. Am I the asshole for checking my boyfriend's dash cam without him knowing and confronting him about meeting his ex? Or should I have respected his privacy and address my concerns differently? Um, is it their car together? It sounds like it's his car. Okay. That they went on a trip together. So, I don't, no, I don't think you're the asshole. Um, obviously you found something that is very concerning because you went through his stuff and you didn't go through his stuff with malicious intent trying to find, you weren't snooping around because you were suspicious. You just happened to stumble upon this very alarming fact that your boyfriend is meeting with his ex-girlfriend did he have an explanation for that no no no. so the where where i feel like this is toxic is the fact that instead of an apology or anything he went on the defense yeah and gaslit her and went on to privacy and everything exactly and had no explanation for his ex or something like that it's like what were you doing yeah were you how recent is the sex was there something at your house that you were giving her something like that but still she didn't know she met with the ex it was hidden and she found it on the dash cam. So this dude's yeah. toxic because he's like turning around on her saying, this is all your fault for going through my privacy. It's like, dude, you need to own up to why you're meeting yeah. with your ex-girlfriend. If you don't have a solid explanation for that, yeah, this is not a relationship. He's lying to you. He's could be potentially cheating on you and stuff. Yeah. And it's, yeah, you didn't, it's not like you went through his phone or you went through the dash cam footage to find out anything. You went to go make a video of your trip together, which is completely reasonable. Uh -huh. Half the reason of these dash cams is to get cool footage like that. Completely reasonable. And I don't think it's something where she obviously felt it wasn't something that she needed to ask for permission. Yeah. Considering that they went on a trip together and dash cams aren't really like they're meant something for something to hide yeah exactly so so much suspicions where i'd be like okay let me see your phone yeah I, honestly at that point no at that point it's done it's done it's like done. I, it, you like can't this, trust him anymore regardless of 
even the fact of him cheating or anything, this is a toxic relationship to stay away from because what does he do when you confront him for an issue? He turns it around and makes it your fault. Yeah. Your fault for privacy. I hate anybody who is doing anything sketchy, bad, cheating, and you find out because you went snooping, but now you're the bad guy. Exactly. It's like, come on, man. Like, you you were the piece of shit. Take responsibility. Exactly. So, yeah. yeah. You're just mad you got caught. It, you're just mad you got caught. 100%. And now you're trying to play defense. Exactly. Top comment, not the asshole. And are you enjoy living in the gaslight district? Yeah. Exactly. Next comment. Funny how he turned it around and you let him. He was being angry now to stop you from talking about the real issue. Are there any comments from OP? I'm not seeing any comments from OP. I'm going to check her profile this was posted 12 days ago um because one, I, I sorry one comment said i checked the dash cam for our shared road trip memories not expecting to find secret meetups understanding privacy but i feel like this little surprise changes everything mm-hmm. i don't know yeah it definitely does i would love to know if he ever gave her an explanation for why they met up right doesn't seem like it that seems to be the only uh comment that she responded to well, there she needs to get out asap we need an update. Yeah. We need an update on this. Okay. Moving along. Moving along. Moving along. Okay, this one is also from r slash relationship advice. Told my wife, female 35, that she couldn't do it without me, male 34. Turns out she can. This one was posted two days ago. I made one stupid, selfish comment to my wife a week or so ago, and now my life is in a disarray. My wife is in some crisis. Her work is closed and she's being paid, but she's home with our kids now, including one three-year-old. She gets breaks on Monday and Friday with childcare. We went into having kids knowing she wanted to be the working mother. So this has been an adjustment to say the least. On to the OG fight. She spent a long day with our kids and the neighboring kids. And when I came home upstairs from work, she asked for a break. I didn't respond well. I made excuses and didn't offer help, and for the first time in years, my wife lost her temper and cursed at me. Like an idiot, I dug in and thought I was right. I admit we both said some unkind things, but after Reddit humbled me, she made me sit down and write a list of things I did for the family that day and compared it with her longer list. I apologized. She accepted, and I figured things would go back to normal. They haven't. My wife used to include me in parenting our kids. I did dance pickup most weeks and bedtime was split. I gave baths, made dinner, all the stuff. Since our fight, my wife hasn't asked me for any help with the kids. The first morning I woke up on what was supposed to be my morning with the kids, I figured she was just being nice to try to prove her point, but it keeps happening. She didn't even send them down to say goodnight last night. Normally, my wife does the silly game where she sends my son to ask me to read five books and then we would negotiate down to one or two and race upstairs. Last night, I heard her racing him and came up to find her doing bedtime yet again. The kids haven't even noticed. It's like she's replacing me. When we were fighting, I said something really, really dumb that's living inside me and festering. My wife was being nasty and said, You wouldn't see the kids a quarter as much as you do if I didn't arrange it and I'm done managing you. I defended myself. I'm not an absent parent and said something along the lines of, I'd like to see how you can manage without me. Consider my foot officially in my mouth. She started running again. 
She's cooking really healthy and often. Every night I come home to my perfectly happy step-forward wife doing it all without me and I feel empty inside. How do I fix this? I don't even know where to begin. At this point, I want to beg her to go back to how things were. This wasn't what we agreed on. Wow. Seems that he thought too much of himself, has been humbled, recognizes that. Recognizes it now. Now but he's got a long journey back. Yeah. He's got, a, he's got to prove himself. And you know what? He was wrong. And look, at his wife was right. And look, she, like she said, I've been arranging for the kids to go your way so you have time with them. Now you see what happens when you think you're all that, mm -hmm. but I'm going to do it this way without thinking of you and look at how much you actually don't contribute. You're realizing yeah. how much you weren't contributing and how much goes on without you. She was doing all of that for you. So now you have a long road back to prove to your wife to, that, you know, to earn her respect back because you lost her respect. You mm -hmm. have lost her respect for your comment. You obviously didn't value her and everything that she was contributing towards your family and you lost her respect. Now you, it's going to be a long road. Like it's going to take several years to earn that respect back. It's time to step up, get up, get up earlier than she does. Start taking care of the kids, start cooking the meals, do stuff for her. It's time for you to step up and go above and beyond. And it's time to win that balance back. It's time to give it 130% mm -hmm. to try to bring that balance back. So she stops feeling like she's doing everything and don't just do it and then, oh, you feel like you're equal and go back. No, you need to make life changes for the rest of your life of doing more for your wife. Go bring her home flowers. Play Taylor Swift on the freaking radio or whatever her favorite music is. But it's time to go and earn that. You have realized how absent you actually have been in your efforts. And it's time to go through and earn that back. Time to go above and beyond. Yeah, get up earlier. Take care of the kids. Volunteer to do things for the kids. Do more things. When you're sitting down, what, what are you doing sitting downstairs while your kids are having bedtime? Are you playing video games? Are you watching TV? Because that's a more sign of you're lacking on your family. Your kids spend it, your, mom, your wife is spending her time with her kids going through bedtime. Do you know what time their bedtime is at? You should be going to do that. You are, it's like you recognized that what she does is important, but you st you're still not doing anything. Mm -hmm. You're letting it happen. You're letting her, your wife take over and stuff like that, which is probably pissing her off even more. She's like, I'm proving my point over here. You see that you are wrong. You've apologized and I'm still proving my point and you haven't stepped up. What are you doing? You're going to lose her. You're mm -hmm. going to lose your family if you don't change your ways. 100%. Yep. Exactly. She's going to realize that she doesn't need you mm -hmm. and you're going to get divorced and you're going to be paying the bills of alimony and she's like, yeah, I, I've been doing, I'm fit, I'm healthy, I'm cooking good food, I'm eating well, I feel good, I'm running, I don't need you. Mm -hmm. And she's going to find somebody who truly appreciates her her and her kids. And so you need to step up. What are you doing downstairs? Like, what what are you doing downstairs? That's what I'm curious about. Are you working? Mm -hmm. No, I couldn't have said it better. Um, and the fact that he said, my wife used to include me in the parenting of our kids. That, to me, makes it seem like the wife organizes everything she calls the shots yeah she is telling you what to do she is dictating not dictating but she is giving you orders and, and telling you what to do and uh, kind of delegating tasks when it shouldn't be like that it should be a 50 50 where you guys are both involved with the kids not one person telling the other what to do and stuff like that because like taking the mental load off of her 
is something that you could definitely help with. Yeah, it sounds like she has to do everything. Yeah. You think that she can't do it without you just because you bring home the paycheck? <laughs> he was in for a rude awakening and he got it. Yeah. So I, the reason I put this in the toxic category is because he had a toxic mentality going yeah, into did. this argument. Yeah. Honestly, and, he, honestly, I think he still kind of does. Yeah. I think he, he realized what he's done wrong, but he hasn't realized what he needs to do going yes, forward. Exactly. He thinks because he apologized, his wife's just going to come back. No, dude, you lost her respect. You need yeah. to earn her respect back. Yeah. He, he has to put in the work now. It's time to put in the work. Yeah. Do the hard grunt work. So there's two edits. First edit. Fuck, guys. I get it. I'm a piece of shit. I'm going to make this right. <laughs> <laughs> edit two. Thank you to the handful of people that reached out with advice. Believe it or not, I do want to be a good father and husband. I've royally fucked up and I see that and fully admit it. This is going to be my only edit and then I'm going to get off my phone for a while and focus my attention on my family. My wife had dinner cooked when I got home. Everything is fine between us so, that, so there wasn't any tension. After we cleaned up, I went upstairs and ran my wife a bath. Put Taylor Swift on her Alexa <laughs> <laughs> and lit a few candles. I told her to go relax upstairs for the night. She was surprised but smiled and went on her way. I'm currently on the toilet watching my kids take a bath. People mentioned love bombing, etc. But I'm trying anything I can show her. I do appreciate her. I love her and our family and I want to be a present father. I'm going to do bedtime tonight and probably all next week. I'll tell her she does as much during the day and deserves the breaks because it's the truth. I get that I come off as an asshole. I grew up in a not-so-great situation and didn't have the best role models growing up. I'm terrified of my children not having enough, and I overcompensate by working too much. This new job came with a big pay increase, but the hours are longer, and I feel like I can never keep up. I've reached out to a few recruiters tonight. I used to love my job and was always home by 4.30. Even if it means taking the lost income, I'm thinking of going back. Relationships are hard and humans aren't perfect. For all the people telling me my kids don't love me and I'm a waste of space, I don't know, guys. Just remember, I'm an actual person. That shit's rough. Anyways, that's all I have for you folks. I need to watch these kiddos and start planning out my long road of groveling and reconnecting. Thanks, all. Sounds like he's in going the right direction. Yeah. And it sounds like, yeah, he was working, was what he was doing downstairs. He's mm -hmm. working longer hours to provide for his family. And that's a tough balance of making sure that you're making enough money to provide and have a good future. But you got to find that balance of being there and being in, in the life and everything. I would think the one thing, it sounds like he's on the right track, but I think he needs to think a little longer forward. He's like, I'm going to do bedtime for the next, for the next week. week. He, yeah. He, it, it's it's not about changing things temporary. Yeah. It's like you need to make adjustments future going mm -hmm. forward. I'm going to start doing this every single time. You know, maybe sometimes I'm going to find a healthy solution so my wife doesn't have to cook. You know, I can bring it home, meal plans or something like that. You know, get some catering a little bit or something like that. Find some balance to take things away from your wife. And yeah, surprising her with the bath bomb is great, but realistically your wife is looking for the real changes mm -hmm. not just the oh you feel bad so you're you're doing that she's looking for the consistency that's what she's going to be looking for mm -hmm. yeah it feels good that you're making an effort but if you stop in two weeks you're going to be in the same hole you need to make lifelong changes it's you got to make consistent changes in your relationship yeah i couldn't have said it better you literally said everything perfectly um yeah, I think he has the right mindset now. Um, he was definitely humbled very quickly, but 
I think some of them are more work. Yeah. And I think some of those comments are pretty harsh. Like we do have to remember that. Yeah. He's, he's a human guy too. He's human. He's trying his best. It seems like he's, he's heading in the right direction. I just, I hope that he realizes it's not a temporary fix and Mm -hmm. it's a a long journey. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I wish them the best of luck. I do wish him the best of luck. Yeah. It sounds like he's made a good turnaround there. Mm -hmm. Definitely not one of those people where toxic time to cut him. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no. Moving along. This one is uh, from a throwaway response, 403, from 17 days ago. It's got 11,000 upvotes. Am I the asshole for breaking up with my girlfriend over her younger sister? I need some outside perspective on this situation. I broke up with my girlfriend, 27 female, five days ago due to her sister's behavior, 24 female. Me and my ex have been dating for the last two years. During this time, her sister has come on to me multiple times. I'm not completely sure about the amount of times, but it was almost every time I saw her. I have told the sister multiple times to leave me alone and to stop her behavior as I do not do the cheating thing, but that did nothing. I've spoken to my ex about this multiple times. She even caught her sister in the act of trying to lock me in a room with herself, but nothing changed. I've spoken to her parents about it and that the behavior of the youngest daughter is unacceptable and again, nothing happened. I'm not going to lie and say the sister is ugly because she's actually pretty beautiful, but I am 100% not into her or anything like that. Even when I greeted her, I gave her a side hug every single time. I've never been in a room alone with her. I just keep my distance from her at all costs. I don't have her on Insta, Facebook, or any other social media. I don't even have her cell phone number. We have never shared a text or phone call. Her family even gave me a stupid nickname, The Puppy, because I follow my girlfriend around everywhere when we are over at their house. The only reason I follow her is because her sister's behavior seemed to stop when she is around. I have told her that I will stop going over to her parents' house because that is where the problems are and I want no part of it. She didn't like that idea and sulked around the house for weeks because I didn't want to go with her. No point in time did I tell her she can't go, I just wasn't going to go with her. I relented five days ago and went over. We had too much to drink and slept over at the parents' house that night. The morning I woke up, I woke up to the sister completely naked in the bed next to me. I stormed out of the room and down to the kitchen and told her that we were done in front of her parents. She was silent for what seemed like minutes and started to break down asking why. All I said was, go look in that room, and I stormed out of the house and got in my car. It took less than two minutes, then the calls started to come in, but not from her, but her parents as well. I didn't answer any of the calls. When I got home 40 minutes later, I had 108 missed calls from her, her parents, and 36 messages and two from her parents. The messages from her parents just apologizing to me, saying they thought I was joking about the sister every time I brought it up, and they didn't believe me. All I got from my now ex was sorry, and she will handle it, and it will never happen again. I shouldn't leave. We can work through this. I'm just done. She has gotten my family involved and our friend. 90% of them is on her side saying I'm overreacting and I'm the asshole for dumping her. We can sort this out. I sent her a message that she has until this Sunday to get her things out of my house. I'm just done. Surprisingly, she has not sugarcoated everything and explained everything correctly to everyone, but I'm still in the wrong for leaving her. Her parents in their messages are angry at me for hurting their daughter. My family is angry because they love her. Our friends are angry because I refuse to take her back, saying that I'm overreacting. Two years of this crap and I'm overreacting. Am I the asshole? Whoa. 
Okay. Who do you think's toxic in this story? Oh my god. Well, obviously the sister. (laughs) Um, a little bit for the parent, like the parents and the girlfriend for not believing him. Yeah, exactly. Because in my head, I'm thinking if this were the other way around. For sure. If this was a male of the boyfriend and sorry, sorry. If this was the the girlfriend being harassed by a brother by a brother bottom line sexual assault situation it's sexual harassment yeah sexual harassment so i'm just picturing like if the roles were reversed i think everyone would have the girlfriend's side for sure but it's very unfortunate that you know he's been complaining about this for two years and no one no one believes you yeah no one believes you when you're the guy in this kind of situation that's, it's always expected that if you were the guy oh that's a dream situation not everybody's like that most people are not like that yeah that i feel sorry for him and honestly it's it's very mature to break up with her over this because mm-hmm. he doesn't want to be harassed like this is this is a very serious situation that the the sister is doing, and he's had enough. It's not fair to him. It's not fair at all. Like, he's literally being sexually harassed by her. Absolutely. And nobody believes him, and they all think it's funny, and they still want him to come over all the time and stuff like that, and that's not a situation that he wants no. to be in. If they're not going to take you seriously, yeah, peace out. I'm done. I'm done with this family, and there's no, yeah, there's no mending this relationship. No, there isn't. Part of the rela- reason that he broke up with her is because he doesn't trust her. She doesn't believe him. He she can't trust can. her. She doesn't believe in him. He does. He doesn't feel that he's lost respect for her for yeah. letting this happen. He's voiced it several times, and nothing was done about it. Yeah. No. Why would you want to continue in that relationship, marry into that family, and have that continuing on forever? And then eventually, imagine it got to the point where then the sister makes a false claim because he kept denying her, yeah. and they all they did was believe her, and now he looks like the bad guy. Because there's stories like that where that's happened too. You refuse somebody's advances and then they just tell lies saying that you did. And when you didn't, it's like, you better do this or I'm going to tell everybody you did anyway. No good situation is going to come from that. So he did the right thing. Yeah, I would stay away from this family. Time to move on. For sure. How long were they together? Two years. Yeah, that's... that's, You can move on. You can move on. For sure. I mean, even if it was four, five years. I mean, if it's happening for so long, you're losing respect for your partner for not being on your side. You obviously are not in love with them because this is a huge issue that they're not helping you with or anything. Yeah. And I think the friends and the family who are not taking this seriously, I think that's really, they need to, they need to look inwards because. They need to reflect. They need to reflect. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Top comment. You've been sexually harassed for the last two years. I don't know what the law is where you live, but what the sister did may reach sexual assault. I can't imagine that taking off all your clothes and climbing into bed with someone without their knowledge or consent is legal. I would look into making a police report immediately before you're the one accused. She sounds mentally unwell, in addition to being a criminal. No mentally or emotionally healthy person would rug sweep all this it's insanely disrespectful to ignore your distress not the asshole clear as day please have nothing to do with any of these horrible people take your police report and look into getting some type of no contact order against the whole unhinged family as if they persist in contacting you my god yeah exactly exactly yeah file a police report i would for sure like i said like it doesn't take long before you're the one accused of it yep like yeah Oh, man. 
Well, that one's tough. Said crap. Now I'm actually scared. None of that has even crossed my mind. Yeah. I mean, he knows the family obviously better than us, but it might not get to that situation. But still, you want to take precautions. Take the precautions, especially. Yeah, Yeah. take them for sure. I'm sure you never expected her to wake up. Something like that could ruin your life. Yeah. Like, I'm sure you never expected her to be naked in your bed. So exactly. You don't know what she's capable of. Exactly. All right. Moving along. All right. This one comes from Am I the Asshole? Am I the asshole for telling my husband that I will answer our clients myself so he can't take away my commission? I've, 32 female, been with my husband, 40 male, for over 10 years now. We have two daughters together, ages 9 and 11. Although I know we are not perfect, I feel as though he will never take accountability for his actions. It's been a problem in his family. His mom, aunts, and uncles are all the very same. Quick to fight and never admitting when they're wrong. Just try to hit below the belt if they feel like they are losing type people. So I know it's not entirely his fault. It's how he's grown up and defended himself. Plenty of times in an argument, he has told me this house that was received as a gift from his family isn't mine and he can take me out whenever he wants. He's told me all the money he makes is his own and I don't do anything to earn money. He's even said that I've stolen from him when I've been a stay-at-home mom for the last nine years. That's a decision we made together, but he really pushed for it. He says the car is his and I can't use it at all when it was also a gift from his family for us to transport our daughters around and he could get to work. He's basically pulled his power trip on me before an argument just to be petty multiple times. The last big argument was a couple nights ago. That's a whole different story, but we haven't made up, just been cordial. He made me lunch today and I've been making him tea or whatever he needs without him asking, basically just going along as normal, just not talking very much. Today, I had been talking to some clients over text messages. We sell land and houses that he has bought and flipped, so they are all under his name. I was asking some basic questions and if he had the GPS of the location and he said, Let me see the phone. I'll just talk to them myself. And I said, no, because I wouldn't want him to take away my commission and said, I didn't do anything to earn it. He got mad, of course. He said it was a stupid thing to say and not to ask him for any more help and do it myself then. I feel that's just what his job is and he should be willing to answer those questions from anybody. But am I the asshole for being petty and bringing up another fight when things were fine by my comment? No, this dude seems so toxic. This poor woman, like, you make the decision to be the stay-at-home wife. There's no my money and your money. It's our money. It's our bank account, our house, our car. Take, divorce him, and see how much everything is actually his because you're going to end up with majority of it for how much he thinks it's his. Mm-hmm. The house gone car gone and half of his paychecks for the next 10 years are going to be yours Mm -hmm. that's absolute rubbish 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 it's absolute rubbish of this dude this dude is so toxic holding everything over especially when he wanted her to be the stay-at-home wife exactly so um and you sorry and they just got in another fight that she doesn't even want to talk about yeah yeah it just seems toxic all around but um something i want to point out is the age gap so eight years yeah, eight years, but they've been together for 10. 
They have an 11-year-old daughter, so that tells me they've been together for 11, but I don't know. Um, So that means she would have been 21, 22. He would have been 30. Yeah. So to me, I don't know. It seems like... Those age gaps kind of breed this toxic mentality. Yeah. It seems like he's been trying to control her. Her whole life. Financially. Their whole relationship. Trying to cut ties with any sort of like income that she can make by herself she doesn't have a job they agreed that she would be a stay-at-home mom so he's kind of making her rely on him financially yeah he's a piece of shit and yeah and her name should be on the deed he should have bought her a car the car should be 100 percent under her name anyway i mean or the title should be under both your team everything gets purchased together yeah this it should is... be joint bank accounts why do I have a feeling like she doesn't have her own bank account and she doesn't have access to the bank account? Yeah, probably not. Um, so sad. what? Do you, yeah. So what do you think? Not the asshole, obviously. Not the asshole. This dude's the biggest asshole, toxic person. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the comment about the commissions, though. What do you think? No, I mean, I don't think she's the asshole. I mean, they obviously had a big fight. She wants things to stop being like that yeah. and it's his fucking job to answer the question and stuff like that he's trying, he's trying to take over again he's once again being a toxic asshole yeah and she's standing I, up for herself i think it's fair because Absolutely. yeah he could be taking your commission he's taken everything else everything from else from her he wants to claim it all as his own so yeah she's been burned exactly and yeah, yeah exactly so there's an update thanks everyone who commented and especially for the ones who left kind of positive feedback i guess i just wanted to know i wasn't crazy Sometimes Reddit is like therapy. Seeing a whole group of people from the outside looking in, telling you that you're not wrong, is a push you actually need to believe it. So my husband found the post. I think he always knew he was wrong, but he's just never learned what to do with that. 100% his fault. He's an adult. He should know he needs to work on himself. He did kind of apologize and said that he would never actually do that to me or make me go without anything in my life that he couldn't provide me. He asked me not to hold a grudge against him for the things he said when he was angry and asked if we could move forward. I think him seeing all the comments was like a slap in the face because he's been respecting my need for space that I asked for after this conversation. However, he did say that just because people have one little story from our relationship, it doesn't mean they know everything about our marriage or who we really are as people, so I shouldn't read too much into the Reddit comments. As of right now, we're still living together, but not actively working on our relationship together. It is what it is in my eyes. I don't really have the energy or desire to fix anything at the moment. Thanks, everyone. Man, that's tough. He he almost seemed redeemable there, but then he went like back. Yeah. He went like, don't don't listen to Reddit because they don't know the full story and stuff. I think he, uh, this is maybe not a situation where it's like you need to get out of there and get a divorce and stuff. But I think he could be redeemable. He, he sounds like he needs some therapy from his childhood and stuff like that. But at the same time, like going forward, if there isn't improvements and he's still saying that way, saying that stuff, like there is, in my opinion, there is no excuse for saying something when you're angry. It, I've always believed in the toothpaste analogy of once you squeeze the toothpaste out of the tube, it's not going back in. Just because you're angry doesn't mean that you can say whatever you want. And then once you say sorry, it's like it's not like you didn't say it at all. No, you've said it like you just said it because you were angry. But the words, you, that's still how you felt. Like there's mm-hmm. no excuse for anything like that. You don't get to just take things back by saying sorry. Everything's OK. Like the crack has been put into the wall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're just covering it up, but you're not fixing the foundation. Like, 
I think the relationship sounds like it's redeemable, but he's got to recognize his faults and adjust for the future. And if he's not, you're going to find out truly how much is actually his and how much is yours. Yeah, I don't know if it seems like she, I don't know, she's kind of pushing it off too. Yeah, she's she's like, yeah. She doesn't really want to help it. She says, I don't really have the energy to fix anything at the moment. It sounds like this is going to be the ones where the the kids 18 move out, boom, divorce. So many stick it out through their kids. And then as soon as the kids are gone, divorce. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know if she even wants to help herself. Doesn't seem like it there. I hope they can find a common denominator here, but yeah, it's tough. All right, let's move along. Yeah. All right, my turn. This one was posted from uh, Throw RA one four seven seven three six from nine days ago. Am I the asshole for getting a tattoo for my sister? My 25 male, sister Rosie, 29 female, and I had a very close bond since we were kids. Our parents got divorced and we used to live with my mom who was an addict. She was abusive and neglectful. Through all of that, my sister was my biggest rock. She protected me, took care of me, cooked, and basically raised me until I was 13. Afterwards, we started living with my dad and things did get better. She passed away two months ago due to ovarian cancer. We were prepared for it, but it was still very obviously hard. After her funeral, I told my girlfriend, she was staying with me for the week, her house had some work being done, that I was going to spend time with my family since they live very close that week. She was kind of salty about it, but it was sorted soon. I'm doing better now. My sister loved roses. Her name was Rosie too. So as a memory and to pay respect to her, I've decided to get a tattoo of a rose. Nothing big just about two inches on my upper arm. My dad decided to do the same. I was telling my girlfriend about it, and she got very angry and started screaming about how disrespectful it is to get a tattoo of another girl's name on my body. I told her, it's my sister we're talking about, and my dad's getting one too. She says that's different. She started screaming, so I walked away. She has now gotten her friend involved who says... The only way I'm getting that tattoo is if I also get a tattoo of my girlfriend's name on me and she agrees. I think that's stupid as fuck. We've been together for a year and she expects me to get a tattoo of her name on me. She then proceeds to say how I must love my sister more than her. And I told her that's not fair comparison and it's a different kind of love. She ain't ready to listen yet. I don't know why she is so bothered by my sister. When my sister was alive, she lived close to us, and I used to visit her like twice a month. I understand some siblings might not be that close, but we've always been. It's not like we were touchy around my girlfriend because we were both not affectionate at all. My girlfriend thinks it's incredible, selfish, and disrespectful to her that her boyfriend had some other girl's tattoo on him. I really don't see how. My sister and my girlfriend used to get along, but now she says my sis is dead and I need to let her go. So am I the asshole? What the fuck? No, obviously not. This girl's crazy. This girl is toxic. Yeah. No, she has confidence issues. She she definitely has a lot of insecurities. She's jealous of your dead sister. She's yeah. Jealous of your dead sister. That's so beyond fucked up. That's fucked up. There's no there's no going back from the like there's, there's no, no there's no going back. You have to break up with her. There's Absolutely. no other solution here. This girl's toxic. 
Top comment. If she's, sorry. If she's jealous of your own sister, like how, how does she let you go out into the world? Right? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Top comment. Oh my God. I know it's tired to say on the sub, but leave her. Yeah. This is absolute wild behavior. Rational people would not act like that. Sorry about your sister. Your girlfriend is insane though. Her friend propping her up is also insane. Run, not the asshole. Yep. No, exactly. They're both crazy. Yeah. How old are they? Uh, I don't. I, I don't know. They're I, like twenty-seven. He didn't say what his age was. He just said their age. Okay, twenty-seven. Mm-hmm. I was expecting maybe eighteen, nineteen for this level of immaturity. Yeah. Twenty-seven. I think so. You go back. Yeah. You asked him that question just after I closed it. Uh, Sorry. His sister, um, actually, no, he's 25. His sister was 29. Doesn't say how old the girlfriend was. Oh, okay. There is an update. Okay. Update. To sum it up, I ended it. She came over the same evening, got, getting out of the car, asked me where I am planning to tattoo her name. Yep, I didn't even let her come in. Told her I don't want to deal with her shit on top of missing my sister. I'm getting the rose tattoo and we're done. I've never in my life heard someone yell so loud. On the porch, she began accusing me of being in love with my sister and how we had inappropriate relationships, which is why I miss her so bad that I'm ready to ruin our relationship. I'm so glad I left her because what kind of sane person says something like that? I was so disgusted that I did call her some names and slammed the door in her face. I'm not proud of it, but it was so revolting to even think my girlfriend would think about someone like that so close to me. She was shouting for like 10 minutes and then left. It's my sister's birthday tomorrow. I've made an appointment. Me and my dad are getting that tattoo. Thanks, everyone, and have a good day. I'm disgusted as well. I'm disgusted. Like, I'm actually sick. Like, Psychotic. Who And then continues to scream for 10 minutes after it's done outside. You, uh, you, you, um, close call, buddy. Yeah, exactly. No, I'm glad this happened. Unfortunately, so toxic. The unfortunate events that did happen, but you dodged a bullet. Do- that's what I was looking for. Dodged a bullet. Yeah. That's what I was looking for. <laughs> wow. That, she's psycho. She's psychotic. Absolutely psycho. No, very sorry for you and your loss. I hope the tattoo looks nice. <laughs> I mean, I would do something like that. Yeah. If I lost a sister, if I lost cat, there'll be a little cat here with a little cat, birthday, signature, something like that. I would 100% get a tattoo for a lost family member. I mean, I, I want to get it. I don't have any tattoos. I do want to get a tattoo in the future. I want something um, for both my grandparents that I was very close with, I haven't decided on what I want, but yeah, I mean, tattoo for family member members, regardless of female or male, is absolutely acceptable. Tattoo of anything like that, she shouldn't be dictating anything that goes on your body. Yeah, like, I mean, as long as you're not trying to tattoo your ex girlfriend's name on your body. Okay, fine, <laughs> but like, it's your body; you can do whatever you want. Yeah, either you're okay with that or you're not. If you're not okay with it, maybe that's the relationship you need to end on your side. Not be a toxic person like that. Yeah, exactly. All right, moving along. All right, this one comes from Emma the asshole. Am I the asshole for not choosing a vegan restaurant for my birthday, even though sister-in-law won't be able to attend? So my brother, male 39, is very, very angry with me, female 40. He has been with his fiance, female 25, for two years. And since then, every family member 
with them included has been 100% vegan and the reason is that his fiance can't be around meat. Honestly, I never found it an issue. I love vegan foods and I don't believe one vegan meal would kill you. We have had one vegan Christmas at my parents, the other Christmas they celebrated with her family. Anyway, not all were indifferent about that as I was and I heard gossip and complaints. I just usually grab some popcorn. Unfortunately, the drama this time is about me. I'm turning 40 in two weeks and I have made reservations in a restaurant. I sent the invitations. My brother immediately answered that I have forgotten the rule. On further inquiry, he explained that the restaurant wasn't vegan. I said that I knew that, but that it had vegan options that looked delicious. One of my closest friends is vegan too, and I put her and sister-in-law in mind when choosing. But most importantly, I put myself in mind and I really liked the restaurant. He called me angry and yelling, telling me he always knew I didn't like her. What are you talking about? Of course I like your fiance. Now family is in the middle, siding with me versus little bro. His fiance is very upset at him as well at me and saying I never liked her. Even told me that she couldn't be with him if his family hated her like that. So he is very angry and telling me I'm ruining his relationship. What? <laughs> Oh my god. I'm just confused. I, I don't understand people who make their problems other people's issues. Mm. Just because you're vegan doesn't mean you can expect everybody around you for the rest of your life to also be vegan. Mm -hmm. She literally found a restaurant that has vegan options, which is not shouldn't even have been a concern to her. I wouldn't give a fuck if you're a vegan. I'm going to the restaurant that I want. No, but she's not even coming. She's not even in attendance. How is that even a factor then? How does that even matter? Has How at all? Fiance's in attendance. How at all? I would just like to say there's a big age gap between yeah. siblings here. 40 14. years, 15 years to 25, no, 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 no. 15 years age gap. 15 between the fiancés. No, she's 40. Her brother's 25. No, brother's 39. Fiancé's 25. What? Okay, yeah. that's a huge, that's a weird gap. 14. But regardless, uh, back to the core issue. You're vegan, you're vegetarian, you, whatever it is. Don't make it everybody else's problem. You do you, but don't make it everybody else's problem. I think it's totally, like, I don't have a problem finding a restaurant that can accommodate everyone. I think that's more than respectful. Can accommodate, but they want to go to a vegan only. That's yeah. That's that even that request is unreasonable. Never mind the fact that she's not even going. Yeah, exactly. How That's is this I mean. how does this even affect you? How does it this doesn't. even bother you? It, and honestly, bro, if your fiance is pissed off on my life decisions, I don't care. I don't care. This yeah. is me. It's my birthday. Don't come. Whatever. There you are already lucky enough that the family agreed to do a vegan Christmas. I wouldn't even agree to do a vegan Christmas. Listen, I'm ha you want to bring vegan dishes, you don't want to eat the meats, that's no problem, but don't expect everybody else to give up the Christmas turkey and the Christmas ham. I'm not giving up my ham uh, for your veganness. I don't mean to be if I'm rude. If I am, I'm sorry. But I just don't think any of these restrictions that people choose in their lifestyle should have to affect other people. I don't think it needs to, but I don't think I would have a problem with that. I it, think it's very nice food, of their family for willing to do that. Yeah. Vegan food can be good. Oh, like, for sure. It can be delicious. And I don't think like it's a huge sacrifice to make. Um, I just think that sister-in-law or yeah, sister-in-law is being very entitled. Hugely entitled. Kind of narcissistic. Kind like, of toxic. Very toxic. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Top comment. 
uh, quoting OP, my brother immediately answered that I have forgotten the rule. Whoa. So according to your brother, it isn't enough to be considerate and inclusive. Taking into account your sister-in-law's preferences, you must actually revolve all your choices to cater to her, even your own birthday. And if you don't, you never liked her and that she can't be with him now because of it. And now your brother is accusing you of ruining his relationship. Holy mother of insecurity and misplaced blame. You are not the asshole. Your brother and sister-in-law definitely are. Boom. Mic drop. Mic drop. That was perfectly said. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, There's nothing else to say. Just. uh, What do you guys think? Yeah. I don't know. I. Yeah. I don't know. I just. It's also interesting that the the brother is like on her side on her his fiance side i think the brother got turned vegan they're what's the difference what vegan and vegetarian again vegans don't eat animal products yes so like no eggs no eggs butter dairy anything like that yeah no not my lifestyle you want to do that that's cool you want to bring vegan dishes to christmas time and everything that's cool even if we're having like a random like saturday dinner and it's a vegan dinner this night and stuff like that sure no problem vegan be delicious don't expect everybody in your out your life to accommodate you though yeah especially when it's your birthday if it's your you birthday you pick a vegan you restaurant you do whatever you want but don't expect other people to make accommodations for you honestly that's yeah. that's just rude yeah yep yep yep, yep. wild toxic <laughs> moving along my turn. This one was posted from three years ago. So it's this is like an all-timer. Am I the asshole for telling my brother he got exactly what he deserved when he pushed his girlfriend away for being a gold digger? My brother is a very hardworking man and at 27 is now very wealthy and doing well for himself. He's been with this girl for six months and throughout the time we have gotten close because we both like hair, makeup, and shopping. I never really knew there was anything wrong with their relationship except when she texted me last week saying she would love to hang out but thinks it's inappropriate because her and my brother broke up. I asked her why, and she said she was sick and tired of auditioning to prove that she was with him for the right reasons. She went on to say that my brother is paranoid she's after his money, so he would like to test her. By one, leaving out his bank statements on their bed and getting upset when she picked it up. Two, going out to eat at a high-end restaurant he requested and then leaving his wallet at home on purpose to make her pay the bill and prove she's not going out with him for the money. Three, never buying her gifts and questioning her at when she asked why he doesn't. I was shocked, so I had to hear my brother's perspective. We spoke, and he told me everything she said was true and that there's nothing wrong with making sure his girlfriend is with him for the right reasons. He said he left his bank statements on the bed and was peeking through the door to see if she would be curious, and when he saw her pick up the papers, he knew in his gut that she was using him for his money. So he set up the restaurant idea to see if she would be upset by paying a $500 bill, which she was. I asked him if he thinks her being an elementary school teacher could have contributed to her being upset at a $500 bill at a restaurant he wanted to go to, and he said no. (laughs) He said the straw that broke the camel's back was when she asked him why he hasn't bought her a single gift since they started dating when she bought him a gaming console and new rims for his car, and he knew she was discreetly asking him to buy her an expensive gift. He confronted her, and he said... 
and he thinks that she's only with him for his money and she said let us do us both a favor and dumped him and blocked him he's upset about the gold digging bitch and when i laughed he called me an asshole he said i would never understand what it's like being a rich man and being used i get that concern but i told him if he thinks any woman would be okay with his tests and auditions he's delusional as hell if he doesn't want to be used for his money he should start dating people as wealthy as him or and leave the lower income people alone if he's not going to be genuine in the relationships unless they pass his tests exactly am i the asshole no 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 oh my god Uh. who's toxic in this relationship definitely the girlfriend yeah she's a gold digger (laughs) she's definitely a gold digger oh oh all those red flags Man. What the heck? She's a school teacher. School they get paid nothing. Right? And she's bought him gifts, a gaming console, minimum Rims. $500. Rims, that's $1,000, $2,000 for the car and stuff like that. Oh my God. And, and like, he's going to be alone. He's going to be alone. I hope Forever. so. You leave your bank statement on the bed. Like, obviously, she's going to pick obviously, it up and maybe go put it on the nightstand or something humans. like that. We're human. We're curious. We read curious. papers. What is this? Oh, this is a bank statement. Okay, this goes over here. Not like, I know that's a bank statement. I can't look at that. Like, also, what? you should, like, in a long term relationship, you should have like open communication about your finances. For sure. Also, at the same time, if he's so worried about her being a gold digger, like, how did she know how much he made? Like, if you're so concerned about that, maybe you don't tell her that you make so much money. Yeah. Tell her you make less and see if she's still with you and stuff like that. Yeah. You, that's like the, a reasonable test. That's like, a reasonable. Like, <laughs> I only make $50,000 a year. Like, yeah exactly. and see if she sticks around if you're worried about that in the future stop bragging and telling people how much money you make i think he's like makes a lot of money and says oh i make one hundred fifty thousand yeah, exactly. dollars a year like he one of those thinks that's a lot bros. of money yeah 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 so i closed this deal i just made thirty thousand. like he thinks he's worth uh, how about you stop telling that stuff and you'll stop having to be worried and then going to an expensive restaurant as your idea and then forcing her to pay the bill no. that's toxic behavior it would have been done your idea to go out it's another thing if she's like i want to go to this restaurant and i want this gift and they're, they're like yeah. this dude's delusional he doesn't know what a gold digger is yeah no i think he wants pe- like i don't know he, i think he's like boosting up his ego like he he wants girls to be gold like he wanted her to be a gold digger or like, like shown as a gold digger so he could like i don't know be affirmed with his finances do you know what i mean yeah i feel like he's not even that wealthy i feel like he makes like 200k a yeah year. he's probably just he like, makes like 200k a year and he thinks he's like rolling in it yeah because people who like make make money like they don't care about these petty little yeah. things and stuff like that they don't show off their wealth they don't go driving around in the lamborghini and stuff yeah. like that they'll find a woman who is interested in them and they know how to discreetly not give away that they have money 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 they're not going to the club and throwing bottles at going buying bottles and stuff like that it's absolutely ridiculous it seems like he has a huge ego kind of wanted some very immature for testing your partners yeah no exactly like the sister said go find someone just as wealthy as you so you're like otherwise like yeah leave the lower and middle class alone leave us alone we don't want you and your stupid dirty money yeah (laughs) this guy's toxic fuck this guy yeah hope he's alone still (laughs) All right. Moving along. Okay. This one comes from r slash relationship advice. I'm 29 female fed up of my boyfriend, 33 male, sneaking things into my food. I'm really struggling at the moment looking for some advice. Throw away to keep this private. 
My 29 female boyfriend, 33 male, moved in with me around a year ago. We have been together for five years now. Before we moved in, we would mostly eat out together or grab something easy from the shop and eat at mine, not his as he lived with his parents. Since moving in, he has become a Gordon Ramsay wannabe, saying he's a trained chef, used to work at Mackey's, lol, but he understands food hygiene and wants to cook more adventurous food. I'm not against that and I'm happy for him to experiment and cook whatever he fancies as long as the mess does not get left behind in the kitchen. Here's the issue. I'm incredibly picky. I know I'm not a child and I should grow up. Trust me, I've heard it all before. And don't get me wrong, I have to try so many new things since being with him, I actually surprise myself. The picky eating is more than just picky eating. It's a fear slash phobia, I don't know. If I eat something I'm not sure about, I tend to get a bad stomach and get sick. If the environment things are cooked in isn't clean, I will just not eat from there or get something that won't kill me if I eat it, like fries, for example. It's mostly meat products and select slash specific few other random selections of food, mainly related to texture or poison risk. I have been like this since I was a kid, and overall, it's not a massive issue. My Most places have things on the menu that I will eat, and if not, I will always ask if they can not put a certain thing in my food. My boyfriend, however, has taken it upon himself to try to sneak things into what he's cooking for us. For example, he snuck mushrooms into ragu recently. He's tried to sneak peanut butter into sauces. He's even tried to tell me calamari was an onion ring. I don't eat pork, and he made a meat sauce with a beef slash pork mince. These are just some examples. I think he expects to have an aha moment and catch me out. I've had people doing this to me from a young age, and I'm an expert at spotting it. For example, I will glance at the bin to see what packaging is there before I eat, and I inspect every mouthful of food. I eat sauces separately so I can see my food. I check what's on the cutlery in the sink. Look at receipts. I have a huge mistrust with people and food, and this is only making matters worse. It has got to the point where I won't eat any meals he's been cooking because I don't think it's safe. I've said this to him and time again, he won't listen and I'm not sure what to do about it. We can't keep living this way, but I'm not sure I can trust him anymore. I know it's silly and it's just food, but at this point, it's not something that's likely to change about me. To live in the same place and eat two separate meals, he makes it feel like it's a huge inconvenience, but he will eat anything and I will not. Any advice on how I can address this with him? I'm starting to question the whole relationship mostly for this reason, which makes me sad he just doesn't seem to get it and just thinks I'm attention-seeking. Wow. This dude is wild. He's off his rocker. Like, oh my God. It's just one of those things that comes down to trust again. Like, she can't trust him. He's messing with her food, throwing things in there and stuff like that. He thinks he knows all. He's a narcissist. He thinks his way is the right way and she should adapt and stuff like that. Like, he can't respect her to say, this is the food that she likes. Like, yeah, there's nothing wrong with making two dishes if you want something wrong all the time and being like, hey, do you want to try it? You know, this is whatever. Or like making the simple version and then making the adjusted version for yourself and being like, hey, here's your dish. This is what I changed on my dish. Do you think you want to try it? But like at the end of the day, when she says no, like you need to respect that and you shouldn't have to live in such a hostile environment exactly. where you're inspecting food and you're inspecting the trash bin because you're worried that they put pork in the, the meat sauce and everything like that. Like this dude is toxic. He can't respect 
her opinions, her boundaries, like of what she can eat in her own body. I totally get that. Like when mm-hmm. you, you when you try to get me to eat like veal and duck and deer and all that stuff, just the thought of having it in my stomach just makes my stomach feel like uneasy and like kind of like sick and stuff like that. Like if I eat something and then I find out that it wasn't what I thought it was, like I feel kind of queasy and like upset in my stomach. Mm-hmm. So I can completely understand. Sounds like this is way heightened for her and it's yeah. a way bigger thing and stuff issue. like that. It's a phobia. Yeah, exactly. Like, like you're throwing in mushrooms. What You know she doesn't like yeah. mushrooms. You're just being an asshole. She can't trust you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, this is one of those things where you like, you need to sit down have the conversation and be like, listen, this isn't about me not liking food and you thinking I'm going to like it. Mm-hmm. This is about your respect for my boundaries of what I'm telling you I'm okay with and what I'm not okay with. Mm-hmm. It is different than going to the restaurant, him ordering something and being like, oh, I think you would like this. Try this versus saying, oh, yeah, that's an onion and that it's calamari. Trying to manipulate her. You're trying to manipulate her yeah. and stuff like that. That's so toxic. Like you yeah. can't do that to people. You need to let them make their decisions on their own time. And if them not eating the food that you're making because you're the next Gordon Ramsay is depressing you, then maybe you should break up with her if you can't handle it on your side. Yeah. I'm not having to force her to feed all these foods. If she isn't adventurous enough with your foods and stuff like that, you need to break up with her and move on and not just start slipping them in and lying and stuff like that. Yeah. Looking for a aha moment. Oh, you were right. I do like this food. Like it's been long enough. Yeah. You need to have respect of boundaries. Yeah, exactly. So there is an edit. Edit. Thanks for all the concern regarding my eating. I would just like to tell everyone that I am in therapy and have been for many years. The eating was a starting point and myself and my therapist are at a point where it's safe and I'm healthy. My boyfriend knows I'm in therapy but has no interest in my progress unless I tell him. He wants no part of therapy. Also, those of you who assume I'm a binge eater, I'm not. I have a healthy and varied diet. In addition to this, I am extremely knowledgeable in the area of autism and sensory issues and previously had a role in my local autism diagnosis service as a sensory specialist. I and my colleagues at the time highly suspect I am on the spectrum. Boyfriend thinks I'm just trying to collect diagnoses. This job was a prompt for me to get the support in the first place. RFID is a new term and not well known in the UK. Diagnosis or not, I have strategies to manage this but we'll endeavor into looking more into this. The issue is around my boyfriend sneaking foods into my foods, not the eating. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, it seems like he has a lack of interest and mutual respect for her, not interested in her therapy, not interested in listening to her opinions on the food. It just does not sound like this is heading in the right direction. This dude is showing obvious toxic traits by not caring about you narcissism not respecting your boundaries and you can't continue like that no top comment my husband had a very limited palate to make matters worse his favorite foods are among the few i don't eat earlier on i asked him for permission to sneak some new foods into his diet he said sure if you can fool me with an xyz foods go for it but please i can never eat a b and c i never violated his rules on this these days he openly eats x Y and Z are still no, and I've long since given up on finding ways to make them work for him. And I've never, ever tried to feed him his absolutely not foods. We aren't perfect, but I think we've handled our differences in eating habits pretty respectfully. I suspect you might be more willing to attempt new foods if you are confident your boundaries were being respected. 
but even if you didn't want to try them, it's nobody's business but yours. I really don't get the impression that he has a respect for you that he should. Exactly. It sounds like that person has a healthy relationship with their spouse. Is she saying like she asked him, she communicated, they had a conversation about it. Mm-hmm. And that's what's lacking in this con- this uh, relationship. Like I know for us, like you don't eat broccoli and you don't eat uh, cauliflower. And I love those two. And those are usually the vegetables that I put on everything. But what do you do eat? You eat green beans and you eat asparagus. So those are kind of our general go-to uh, vegetables when we're making stuff. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I expressed to you the one time that I was like, man, I'm kind of sad. Like I haven't had broccoli in a while. And you literally went out and you made broccoli just for me. Queen. Oh, <laughs> like you're amazing. Like you made broccoli for me and then you made asparagus or something or met them on me for yourself and everything yeah. like that. Yeah. So like, yeah, well, there's some foods that we don't agree on and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. And then like when, if we go out to a restaurant, I have no problem eating that and you get what you want and stuff. Yeah. I can get my duck, my deer, my veal. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not forcing it down your throat. And I can get my broccoli. Yeah. And my cauliflower. <laughs> Although you, you eat some cauliflower from restaurants sometimes. If like, it's deep fried. Yeah. yeah the deep fried cauliflowers, <laughs> you can eat, you can eat that. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a picky eater too. Well, Denver is definitely I'm more a picky, picky eater. More yeah, picky than me. you you seem to be more open than I am with foods. I'm a I'm more adventurous. Um, I don't like the like very basic vegetables like the broccoli. Don't love carrots, cauliflower. I like carrots too. Yeah, <laughs> although you've been eating carrots, we've been eating ca- carrots and stuff like that. If it's like cooked and mushy, I don't like hard carrots. Got some spices. Yeah, if it's like softer with some spices and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. I'm very. I like Canadian food. Very simple simple food like the fancy fancy restaurants sometimes i don't like the menus they're just like too fancy for me i'm like i'm like yeah i don't want to go too fancy all right moving along am i wrong for telling my husband the only way i will agree to a paternity test is if he schedules it i 30 female have been married to my husband 36 male for five years i am currently four months pregnant This wasn't a surprise pregnancy. We planned it and actively tried to get pregnant. So it came out of left field when a few weeks ago, my husband told me he wanted a paternity test. I asked him how he or why he thinks I'm cheating on him. He said he didn't think I was, but that makes absolutely no sense. I asked him to explain how this child could not be his if the only person I slept with was him and I didn't cheat on him. He had no answer for that. I was a mess for a few days afterwards. Once I calmed down, I told him that if he wanted the test so bad, then he could schedule it and tell me where and when and I will be there. He then asked me if I could be the one to make the appointment. I told him no. He was the one questioning the paternity, so if he wanted it, he makes the appointment. He tried to explain again that he wasn't questioning the paternity. He just wanted to have reassurance. I told him I don't care anymore about his explanations, but if he wants to have the reassurance, he can go do the legwork. He asked if I could find a number at least for him to call, and I told him no. I still have no idea why he thinks I'm that kind of person. I haven't done anything to ever portray his trust, but it has been at least a week and he hasn't made any appointment. And the last time I asked, he told me he was working on it. His sister came over this morning after he left from work and told me that she was told everything and that I need to just put him out of his misery and do the test. I told her I would take the test. He just had to schedule it. She told me I was being bitchy 
for not just making the appointment myself, but I am not the one questioning who the baby's father is. I don't think I should have to make the appointment, but I want to get an impartial opinion before he comes home today. (laughs) Am I wrong? No. Come on. Come on. It's, It's that hard to like pick up like men, not you. Generally, I'm generalizing here, which Mm -hmm. I shouldn't be, but a lot of the times men cannot do things for themselves when it comes to like these small mundane tasks, like making an appointment for yourself. Yeah, you don't understand. It's hard. (laughs) No, I'm joking. I'm joking. (laughs) What the heck? Dude, you want it? You organize it. You do the legwork, honestly. Sorry. No, go ahead. We keep interrupting each other. Yeah, I don't know. I'm sorry, go ahead. <laughs> Not only do, is this coming out of left field that it's like such an unreasonable request and you don't even think that your wife is cheating on you. You just want to be reassured. You can't even make the fucking appointment for yourself. He watched a TikTok one day that said, baby wasn't mine. And yeah, now he's You're worried. not the father. I feel like this goes into the category because this dude is toxic. Yeah. This, who... This dude is toxic. If you trust your partner in your relationship, you don't do a paternity test just because. Yeah. Like you, you <laughs> never you never do a paternity test just because I need reassurance. Like you are literally telling your partner, I don't trust you at all. Yep. You're you're toxic. Like either you trust your partner or you don't. Yeah. You have some reason where you think she's cheating and stuff like that. Sure, do a paternity test. If the kid comes out, he looks nothing like you. Okay, paternity test. But like if you have a loving, trusting relationship with your partner, there should be absolutely no reason you were ever asking yeah. for that. You're only asking for that if you don't trust them. If you do trust your partner and you are asking for that, you need to check yourself because something is wrong with you because you actually, you think you trust them, but you, you're not trusting them. Yeah. Because asking for that is not trusting them. And then you ask for all that stuff and you don't do the legwork yourself, quit your fucking whining. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. If I was her, like, there, that's a red flag popping up. Like, you want me to get a paternity test? You don't trust me? Yeah, I don't know. That's going to create some other complications in the relationship. Yeah. Some like other the issues fact, are going to come from that. The fact that he doesn't want to make the appointment isn't the big issue here. It's, yeah. The issue is the why he wants a paternity it's, test in the first yeah, place. Exactly. He doesn't even, he, he says he doesn't suspect that she's cheating, but he still wants one. Like, two plus two doesn't equal five. Yeah, exactly. It's not adding up. Come on. Come on, buddy. Yep. Get your shit together. There's no good updates on this. There's no good comments or anything like that. It's just that. I just wanted to bring that up. Uh, yeah, this husband's being toxic. Who asks their wife for paternity tests um, like without that? Without suspicion. Yeah. Without evidence yep. of cheating. Like, come on. It's like, listen, I know you cheated on me. Here's the evidence and stuff like that. I don't think that kid's mine. I want a paternity test. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Absolutely. Very interesting. Yeah. All right. Okay. Moving along, your turn. My 24 female boyfriend, 25 male, won't let me go to my best friend's wedding. I probably should be more worried about the bigger picture here, but my boyfriend and I have been together for a year now. Around six months in, I noticed he was starting to get very controlling. My best friend since high school is marrying her high school sweetheart in July. I am a bridesmaid and the problem my boyfriend has is my high school ex will also be in the wedding as a best man i avoided attending my best friend's proposal to appease my boyfriend because he got angry when i explained the situation with my high school ex 
My ex and I have been around each other a lot since high school because we've all went to college together and because of the relationship between our best friends. It's never been a big deal to anyone. My boyfriend told me he will not be coming to the wedding and if I go, we're done. Her engagement party is next weekend and I've been avoiding telling him all week because I don't know how he's going to react. He says it's not okay for me to be around him because I had sex with him and it's disrespectful for him to be around him too. Does this sound reasonable to anyone? Can his feelings be justified? Man, I don't know. That That's toxic. <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> that's messed up. I'm like, wait, what do you mean you don't know? That's toxic, <laughs> man. This dude is, if you go, we're going to break up with you and stuff like that. Like, what? <sighs> yeah, there is an update. Update, he's at work and I called him to tell him about the engagement party next week. I asked him if he'd like to come and he said, no, I'm good. I knew you had some bullshit to ask me. You just never change. She needs to move on. Yeah. Fuck this guy. What? Yeah, he, he sounds very controlling and jealous and... Yeah, they're just attending the event together. She said they've been... Not friends, but acquaintances. Part of the friend group and Part stuff like that. Part of the like friend that. group. And like, yeah, it's it sucks when the it. ex is around and stuff like that. But sometimes, yeah, you can't avoid it and everything like that. Yeah. It's another thing if she's like always wanting to hang out with the ex and yeah. stuff like that. But it sounds like he just happens to be part friends with the getting married because they're all high school friends and stuff yeah. like that. There's it, nothing she can do about it. it. No. She can't avoid it. Like the the most she can do is just not talk to him, kind of avoid him at the wedding or the engagement party. Yeah, exactly. But like she she's going to attend her best friend's wedding. This dude's got a lot of issues and they're going to come to light in the future as well around other situations. And he's going to keep threatening to break up with you over anything that he disagrees with. Yeah, exactly. This dude is not a man. He's a little boy. Yeah. So, he's a little boy. <laughs> there's an edit. Thank you all so much for the outpouring of support. You are all a hundred times more valuable than any therapist I've ever wasted hundreds of dollars on to beat around the bush with me. Your kindness and advice has changed my world. I will provide a full update by the end of the week. But for those who are checking in on me, please know I'm safe. My mom will be here on Wednesday to help me, and she has no doubt I will be able to keep my puppy. My parents are reaching out to his as well, so everyone will know what's going on. Did uh, I miss something? They just got a dog together? This was only posted two days ago, so I'm going to try to see if there's... Okay, there's some comments from OP. Okay, there's a comment. Okay. Ask yourself and be honest. Do you still have feelings for your ex? Are you sure you could be in control of your feelings where you are drinking and dancing with your ex? I'm not trying to condemn you. I just want you to be honest with yourself and boyfriend. I don't see the problem with you going to the wedding, but party is something that can get out of control. OP. I have absolutely no feelings for my ex. Zero. I would never humiliate myself like that and risk messing up my current relationship. Please keep in mind, my ex and I went to the same college. We spent time around each other at bars and parties. It was not a big deal to anyone. So this is nothing new. It's yeah. Not Doesn't seem like it's uh, a new thing or anything like that. Been around a while. There's no feelings. This dude just has some toxic behavior of calling everything off and you shouldn't be around anybody. Your ex. You're a bridesmaid at one of your, your best friend's weddings and stuff like that. No relationship should be keeping you from being a bridesmaid. Yeah, so uh, there's no other updates from OP, so I don't know what she's saying about keeping the dog. I'm assuming Sounds she like broke up with him. 
Yeah, it sounds like they just got a dog together or something. Yeah, so I'm assuming she broke up with him in the end. So, good, I hope. Yeah, good. <laughs> I hope that's the case. But uh, I'll keep I'll keep track of this one because this one was only posted two days ago. So if there's an update, we'll let you know before this gets posted. Sounds good. All right, moving along. I have one from Am I the Asshole? Am I the asshole for kicking my boyfriend and his kid out because his son constantly is scaring my baby on purpose? I was diagnosed with PPD, so I'm not sure if this is just playing a part in my actions or not. I've been with my boyfriend for six years, and he has a 12-year-old son named Jake. I have owned my family home for nearly 10 years. They moved in two years ago. Currently, our daughter is three months old. Now, Jake loves his sister. He's always holding her and trying to help, but there's been a massive issue since I had her with him purposely scaring her, walking up to her and yelling, rah! He thinks it's hilarious when she does the startled reflex and then starts to laugh when she cries, saying, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to scare her like that, but continues laughing and continues purposely trying to scare her at least four times a day. (gasps) Now, I have always told him to cut the shit i have told him several times that he is hurting her ears i have told him several times that it's not funny and not even three days ago i lost my shit entirely and told my boyfriend and him that if he purposely scares my kid again then they would be evicted and gone from my life i said this because while my boyfriend does correct his kids sometimes he also tells me i'm overreacting he said that it's natural for kids to think it's funny when babies start get startled and i simply don't understand because i've never been around multiple kids his son does have a half brother and apparently he did the same thing when he was a baby but anyways I lost it and threatened to kick them out, and in that moment, I truly felt like an asshole because Jake looked sad and just went to his room. But, like, last night, I stepped out of the room for a minute, and my daughter was in her swing. Jake went to sit there, and when I was out of the room, I heard Jake very loudly and fast say, What are you doing? in a baby voice. And my daughter started screaming, and immediately following, I heard my boyfriend take care of it. And then like an hour later, I went to the bathroom, and the baby was in her seat, and I heard, raw, followed by the baby crying yet again. So I told them to pack their shit and get out now. I didn't wait for a response because I am trying to calm the baby down. Jake tried apologizing and said it was a habit, and my boyfriend started protesting, saying it was not a big deal, and I just refused to acknowledge their excuses and told them to leave. My boyfriend sat down on the chair, said he wasn't going anywhere, and that this was his house too. So I said I would leave then and have the cops serve him an eviction notice. He tried begging me to calm down and kept saying, he's fucking 12, what do you expect? He's not going to be perfect. I left this morning and filed for their eviction. Everyone thinks I'm being ridiculous here, but Jake refuses to stop, and I'm tired of him purposely yelling in my daughter's face to scare her four times per day. Am I the asshole? No. (laughs) No, this is the easiest no ever. Bye. Bye, Jake, you fucking little stupid 12-year-old bitch. (laughs) Who do you think is toxic in this relationship? The the boyfriend, of course. No, Jake's the toxic one. Okay, but Jake is 12. Yeah, it doesn't mean 12-year-olds can't be toxic. Okay, yes, he is toxic, but also the father is enabling him in this behavior. Yes. And he should be 
punishing yes. him. 100%. Jake is enabling, uh, exhibiting the toxic behavior, and the boyfriend is doing nothing to correct it. Yeah. At the end of the day, it comes back on the boyfriend. Like, listen, yeah. he's 12. He needs to learn his lesson. If you're telling him not to do it, and he's still doing it, where's the punishment involved? Yeah, exactly. Kids will continue to do something until they have a reason not to do them. Yeah. Him yeah. saying he's 12, that's what they do. That's not okay. That's not okay. That's not holding them responsible for their actions. That's teaching them that they can do whatever they want and have no consequences. Exactly. Yeah. Toxic kid behavior. Edit. I have asked Jake why he does this, and he has just said that he thinks it's funny when kids cry. Well, you need to explain to him and enforce that it is, in fact, not funny and is unacceptable. And here you are paying the price because you didn't parent your kid in the first place. You ruined your relationship with your new girlfriend and your new baby mama. So you've gone ahead and ruined your relationship because you couldn't parent your original kid. Yeah. And like, that's your baby, too. Exactly. You should be concerned about her health. Top comment. Not the asshole. The key detail is that Jake started to scare your baby when you left the room. Mm -hmm. This means that he is in control of his behavior. It means that he knows that you disapprove. It's not innocent child behavior. He is acting sneaky and duplicitous. Yeah. No, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Boom. Boom. Kids can be toxic too. Yeah, they can. When they have non-parenting parents. Non-parenting parents. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Lots of toxic behavior in this episode yep loved it though all right so that is all we have for this episode thank you guys so much for coming along with another journey for us on episode eight it was exciting thank you guys for following us on instagram tiktok and youtube we love the uh the comments that you guys have love the follows and the growth and thank you for supporting us we really appreciate it we appreciate it literally more than you will know because we're growing and it's so exciting and this has been so much fun like i love gathering the stories and you know having seeing your reaction to every every one of them and even all of your reactions um i love reading all the comments i read every single comment Teresa does she cares (laughs) it's too much for me but Teresa's on it (laughs) oh please give us a five star on apple music or spotify or sorry apple podcast or spotify because that will really help the podcast And share this with a friend or a family member who you would think needs to learn some toxic relationship lessons or needs some advice or they just think this would uh, be a cool episode or a cool podcast they might enjoy. Yeah. And also, um, let us know what you guys want to see in the future. I just ran a poll on our Instagram story asking um, what future episodes, what kind of themes you guys want. So if you want to have a say in that, make sure to follow us at uh, Thread Talk Podcast. Yep. And if you have any stories that you want us to read, just send us a DM, either Instagram, uh, TikTok, or uh, email through uh, the YouTube link. But uh, also, if you want to go to on Reddit at Thread Talk Podcast, there's a page. Um, drop down any questions or any stories you have, and we'll be sure to read that out on our next episode. Yes. Thank you guys so much. This has been so much fun. And see you next week. See you next time. Bye. Bye.